It is day three of Daf Hay. We are holding the Gemara on Daf Hay on the base, 11 lines down from the top of the page. We've been learning about the prohibition of Balta'acher, and yesterday we learned a Brysa, where we went through the Pasuk, Kisidur, Neder, Lashem, Elokecha, when you make a vow to Hashem, your God, Acher, do not delay payment, etc., etc. And we explained in the Brysa how different parts of the Pasuk relate to different types of korbanos, or different types of charitable donations, or other commitments made to the Beis Hamikdash. So we said we would revisit one part of the Brysa that wasn't fully elaborated. We're going to do that now. Amar the master taught in the brisa that we learned yesterday. Lo you shall not delay paying it. We said in the brisa, what is that a reference to? Hu That teaches us lo you shall not delay to pay it, but you're not obligated or you're not liable for delaying the substitute. You're liable for delaying it, the original carbon, but not chilufav, not for delaying its substitute. So the Gemara wants to know what type of substitute are we talking about? Chilufay mai. What type of substitute? If you're going to tell me it's the substitute of an ola or shlomim, in other words, an animal that's been designated as an ola or shlomim was lost, and another was designated to replace it, to be in its place. But then they found the first animal, and they offered it up. And the Gemara says, this second animal now, we've offered the first one up. What's the law of the second one? So the Gemara says, mikrov karvi. The substitute also has to be offered. If it also has to be offered, then it's a carbon. If it's a carbon, it definitely is subject to the prohibition of Balta Acher. So why would the Brysa say that it's not subject to the prohibition of Balta Acher? And therefore the Gemara says the Brysa cannot be talking about the substitute of an Ola or Shlomit. If you're going to say it's the substitute of a Chatos, in other words, the substitute was designated for a lost Chatos, and then the original one was found and was offered up. So what's the law there? Well, a khatas whose owner has already gained atonement through another khatas cannot be offered. It has to be left to die. Lemisa Azla has to be left to die. So if it has to be left to die, then the prohibition against delaying Balta Acher obviously doesn't apply because we're not going to offer it anyway. Because we offered the original khatas because we found it. Now this second one that we designated as a substitute after we lost the first one cannot be offered. It has to be left to die and therefore it cannot possibly be subject to the prohibition of Balta Acher and therefore cannot be the subject of this clause in the Brysa, Velo Chilufav. So the Gemara says, Alamai Chilufav. Rather, what does the Brysa mean by Chilufav? It's substitute. Chilufay Toda. It means the substitute of a Toda offering. So we'll elaborate more on the case in a moment, but first of all, just to explain a toad offering is a thanksgiving offering brought to give thanks for deliverance from a dangerous situation. And it's usually accompanied by 40 loaves of bread, which become consecrated by the slaughter of the toda. So the case of a substitute of a toda is as follows. The Tani Rebbechia taught in the following brisa. Toda shenis arva bitmurasa. If a toda became mixed up with its tamura, what is a tamura? Tamura is where someone tries to transfer the sanctity of a korban onto another animal. And the law is you're not able to transfer the sanctity onto the other animal. However, the Torah says both of them become sanctified. Not only does the first one not lose its sanctity, but the second one also becomes sanctified. Now you've got two korbane toda, two toda offerings. So a toda became intermingled with its tamura. Now you've got two Toda offerings, an original and one that's a Tamura. It derived its sanctity from the first one. And then one of these two Todas died. Its counterpart has no remedy. It cannot be offered. You're, you're in trouble. You can't offer the remaining one. Why not? What should you do with the surviving animal? And there's one important prerequisite. 
in order to know, understand this case, and that is the Tumura, the second animal that derived its sanctity from the first Toda, does not get offered with the 40 loaves of bread that the Toda offering usually gets offered with. The Tumura does not get offered with the 40 loaves. Obviously, the original carbon would get offered with the 40 loaves. And now you can understand why you're in trouble when you lose one of them. Maybe you should offer this remaining carbon and offer the 40 loaves of bread along with it. But then Dilma Tumurahi. But maybe it's the substitute. The substitute has to be offered without the bread. Should he offer it without the bread? Dilma Todi. But maybe it's the actual original Toda which has to be offered with the bread. And therefore you're in trouble. You can't offer it without the bread if it's the original. And you can't offer it with the bread if it's the Tumura. And therefore there's nothing you can do. Practically speaking, the animal cannot be offered. And therefore, since it can't be offered, it obviously won't be subject to the prohibition of Balta Acher of delaying. And maybe this is the type of offering that the Pasuk is excluding from the prohibition. It's saying, Do not delay payment. It, you have a delay in payment for the original carbon. It, who? But not its substitute. In other words, the substitute for a toda is not subject to the prohibition in the specific case where one of the animals died and they got mixed up. Because you don't know whether to offer it with the loaves or not, and therefore you can't offer it practically speaking anyway, and therefore it's not subject to the prohibition of Balta Acher. So the Gemara asks the obvious question, wait a minute, since you've told me that practically speaking you cannot offer this carbon, so why would they need a pasuk to exclude it from the prohibition against delaying? I know I can't offer it. If I can't offer it, then obviously it's not subject to the prohibition of Balta Acher. It cannot be offered as a carbon. It's of course it's excluded. So why would I need a pasuk to exclude it? So the Gemara takes a different approach. The Gemara says, Amar of Sheshes, of Sheshes says, and Rather, it's as we originally said it couldn't be, which is the pasuk's coming to exclude the substitute of an ola or a shlamin. And the case we're dealing with is, We had an ola or a shlamin, and two festivals went by. So I'm on the cusp of transgressing the prohibition of Balta Acher. I've got one more festival to go by and then I'm transgressing the prohibition of delaying bringing the carbon. But then my Ola or Shlomin became blemished. It developed a mum, a blemish. And then, as is in line with Torah law, since it developed a blemish, I transferred the sanctity to another animal. If, a to- if an offering develops a blemish and then you designate another one as a replacement, you say, I'm going to this, offer this one instead of that one then at that point since the first one developed a blemish the first one loses its sanctity at that point so now I've got my replacement korban olo shlamim and then one more festival went by so I had two festivals with my original olo shlamim then the original one developed a mum a blemish and I transferred the sanctity to a second animal and then one more festival went by you might have thought to say that since the substitute comes from the strength of it comes from the sanctity inherent in the first offering therefore you might think you might think you add together the festivals in order to work out how long it's been since you made the original commitment since you had the original obligation we had two festivals went by with my original Olo Shlomim 
And one festival went by with my replacement. You might think now I transgressed the prohibition of Baltaacher. Because really it's one period of time for both these korbanas since they both come from the original sanctity of one korban ola or one korban shlomim. I had an ola or shlomim for two festivals. Then it developed a blemish. Then I transferred the sanctity to a second korban, which has now derived its sanctity from the first korban ola or shlomim. So maybe you would think when only one more festival goes by, I've transgressed the prohibition of Baltaacher. Commander of Rolov Shoshugarm Dami, Kamashbalon, therefore the, the Possek comes to teach us you're not liable until three festivals go by with the second Ola or the second Shlomim. That once you transfer the sanctity to a new Ola or a new Shlomim, you have a the, the clock resets, you have another three festivals to go by before you transgress the prohibition of Baltaacher. And that's what the Brysa means, Huvalo Chilufov. It but not its replacement. Now, if you had an Ola or Shlomim and you had three festivals ahead of you before you transgressed the prohibition, two went by and then it developed a Mumma blemish and you transferred the sanctity to another Ola or Shlomim, the clock resets, you have another three festivals. You do not transgress the prohibition of Balta Acher after only one more festival. You have another three festivals before you transgress the prohibition. We're going to hold it here for today. I wish you all a very good day.